Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Uh, let me just give a little housekeeping thing, a couple of things here. First of all, I just want to tell you thank you. <laughs> thank you for uh, coming and joining with us here. Uh, for being patient sometimes, because I know that as we're going through a particular portion of Scripture, like we've been going through Matthew, <clears throat> but we've also been chasing the cross-references through Mark and Luke. And sometimes in an audible format where you can't really read it, because a lot of us are just listening to this as we're driving along, as we're cleaning the house. I've got a couple of y'all good friends that um, listen while you're out running, doing exercise. That's great. But I know it's sort of hard to, uh, uh, to listen to something like that that's being read to you constantly. But I tell you what, when you take the word in that way, it is really internalized within you. And I know that we go sometimes at a pretty slow pace, because I just want us to... Uh, really think about things and reflect upon things and meditate upon things. So thank you very much. Also, as you feel the Lord move upon you, invite other people to come and to uh, join the podcast. You know, show them how to access the podcast. Uh, there's several different ways, which I will not bore you with. Uh, just tell them what you do. That's the most powerful thing you can do with anybody. Anyway, particularly in t- uh, talking about the kingdom, just share with them what God's doing in your life. Share with them, uh, you know, the resources you use if you're listening to a teaching or a preaching or music or things like that. I mean, it's a great thing. Also, if you feel like the Lord's moving upon you to help support this time, that's great. Just go to my website. It's just Dale Moore, D-A-L-E-M-O-O-R-E dot, little period, dot TV. And at the top right there, you'll see a, a Patreon link where you can click on and support us. And I mean, if you want to give, I don't know what the minimal amount is, maybe a dollar a month. I don't know what the minimal is. But if you want to give whatever, everything helps like you would not believe. Also, you'll find that we're about to start uh, a new Bible study. We do them locally where I live, and we also do them online. And we're going to be doing the Gospel of Mark this time. Of course, there's a lot of cross-references, which we've already seen, right? But it is, it's an amazing study. I mean, it really, really is a really good study. And so if you want to join us online or even locally, uh, take advantage of that. So anyway, thank you for that 2 minute and 40 second intro right there. I want to go to Matthew 24 now and uh, start the first verse. We've already looked at these verses. We looked at the cross-references in Mark 13. We've looked at Luke 21, the first four or five verses related to uh, Matthew here. And But I really want us to just take our time and think about what Jesus is saying here. So listen to this. Verse 1, Jesus came out from the temple and was going away. Now, we remember what happened in the temple, right? Yeah, that's where Matthew 23, right? Uh, where Jesus said, Woe to you, scribes, Pharisees, you hypocrites. And then he just cried out, Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, that you, you would just listen to me. How often I wanted to just gather you together under my wings as a chick does her little hens, that type of thing. He was just really crying out on behalf of Jerusalem and the people of the Lord. So he comes out of the temple after that time. And he was going away from the temple when his disciples, verse 1, came up to point out the temple buildings to him. So I think they're trying to do a little distracting. Look here, Master, aren't the temple buildings great? Jesus said to them, do you not see all these things? Mark gives us a little focus here. Do you see these great buildings? So Jesus is talking about what they had just spoken about, these buildings right here. I think he's also referring to a lot more than that. I think he's saying, do you not understand what is going on here, guys? 
Okay, you want to point to the building? I'll use the building as an example right here. You, don't you understand what's going on? Then Jesus says in verse 2, Truly I say to you, not one stone here will be left upon another, which will not be torn down. Verse 3, As he was sitting on the Mount of Olives, so they went from the temple, they go over the Mount of Olives. As he's sitting there, the disciples came to him privately. Mark tells us who it was. It's Peter, James, John, and Andrew, those four. And they come to Jesus, and they ask him a question or two. <clears throat> they say this, Tell us, when will these things happen? And what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? Now, you know, that's a totally legitimate question, right? It's a curious question. It's a question out of their curiosity. And it's out of what Jesus must have been speaking about uh, in this little walk right here, but in previous things that he said. So just think about this for a moment. They're asking two questions. The first one is this. When will these things happen? Okay, it's probably referring to like, when, when are the, when's the temple going to be torn down like that? When, when, when will it be stone will not be upon stone? I mean, when will that happen? So you notice they're asking the when, okay? They also ask a when with the last part of the second question. So they want to know when will these things happen? Then the next question, and what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? The win here is that they're acknowledging that there is an end of the age. Okay, an end of the age. A lot of times you'll hear people teaching and preaching about stuff. Say, oh, no, no, there's no end of the age. Just no this, no that. And they just don't read the scripture. The disciples ask about the end of the age. And then what Jesus answers for the next two chapters verifies that this question is a legitimate question. But they're asking him, what will be the sign of your coming? Well, that's something else right there. They're acknowledging that the Lord is going to come again. He had been telling them this, that I must go to Jerusalem and I'm going to be uh, betrayed. Okay? I'm going to be offered up to the religionists. They're going to kill me. But on, after the third day, I'm going to rise again from the dead. He'd been telling this stuff and they, they didn't know what to believe. They didn't understand it. The scripture says they didn't understand it. These four are starting to understand some things. They're starting to see some things. And they know that Jesus is talking about leaving, but coming again. So they're acknowledging, okay, we know he's coming. you're coming again. We know there's going to be the end of the age. What's going to be the sign of that? So Jesus apparently had said some things, or they were assuming some things, that there would be a sign. What does a sign do? It gives you instruction. It gives you insight. It gives you direction. There's a signal involved with it. We learn something from it. <laughs> so th these questions right here are highly pivotal. When will these things occur, and what will be the sign of your coming again and of the end of the age? Jesus answers them. Okay, He doesn't answer them uh, with a parable. He doesn't answer them with anything sort of vague and this kind of stuff. He's talking to these four. He's talking to his disciples and really the ones that he's most intimate with right here. Okay, And Jesus answers them and said to them, verse 4, See to it that no one misleads you. The first thing Jesus says is see to it that no one misleads you. So they're asking for a sign. They're wanting to know when are these things going to happen? When are you going to come again? When's the end of the age going to happen? The first thing Jesus says to them is see to it that no one misleads you. What does that tell us? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It tells us that there's going to be attempts at misleading us. Well, who misleads us? Well, immediately we all go, well, Satan misleads us. Yeah, 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 yeah. No doubt. Okay, no doubt. 
But sometimes some of the most well-intended people misleads us, mislead us in their ignorance and in their agenda. Okay? Jesus says, see to it. That means what? Yeah, you remember that. We've talked about this before. We have a role and a responsibility to make sure that no one misleads us. Okay? Yeah, we have a role and responsibility toward one another. That's cool. It is. But let us start with each other. Okay? Just with ourselves. We have a role and a responsibility to see to it that no one misleads you. Now, I'm going to be the first one to say, and I think all of us would agree, that in our own wisdom and intelligence and volition, <laughs> we're dead. <laughs> okay? We're so gullible. We're so easily misled, right? So how is that going to come about? Well, he's going to tell a little bit in the next verse, which I'm just looking at the clock right now. I have to get next time. He's going to give us a little bit of an idea what he means by that misleading. But here's how you come from being misled, led down the wrong path, led the wrong way, is to stay on the right path. To keep your eyes and focus upon the goal of what the path is, what the destination is. We saw it with Jesus. Jesus says repeatedly, I must needs go to Jerusalem. Even through all the stuff you see in the Gospels, his face was pointed toward Jerusalem as the way one of the Gospels described it. We, in the same way, keep our face pointed upon the Most High God, upon the Lord Jesus Christ. We keep our focus there. And as things come to try to mislead us, we keep our attention there and we see to it through the power of the Word and the power of the Spirit that we be not misled. We'll pick this up the next time. Again, I'm Dale, and I do thank you so much. I'll see you in the next episode.